Hi guys, welcome back to the Growing With Joe podcast, or welcome if you're new. I'm your host, Johanna. I have exciting news, you guys. If you did hear an ad in the beginning of this episode, I was finally able to monetize this podcast. So now I have another stream of income from doing this, and I'm just really excited. I've been running this podcast for like seven months, and I was getting absolutely nothing out of it. I was not getting paid for my content, and I was okay with that because I knew that if I wanted to become a content creator, I would not get ads or sponsors right away or even an audience or downloads. I knew that it would have to come gradually and I wasn't expecting to just like blow up overnight and make a ton of money (laughs) for like just starting out. But just like any other influencer, they almost always start out making YouTube videos for free, podcast episodes for free. TikTok content for free and they don't get anything out of it at first but I'm just very happy that my hard work is starting to pay off and I have an actual audience now it's just crazy so this is your reminder if you've been struggling or feeling frustrated that you're not getting any reward for your hard work just know that it's coming it might take some time I will be the first to tell you guys that but have faith in yourself that you will attract infinite blessings. I also just got another raise from my job. So the money manifestations are working. Everything has been working out for me financially recently. And I'm just really excited about that. This just gives me even more motivation to work towards my goal and keep going. So yeah, I wanted to share that with you guys as some motivation if you've been needing some recently. Also, how are we feeling about this potential TikTok ban, guys? (laughs) I'm kind of scared, not gonna lie. I feel like if TikTok does get banned, something bad is going to come out of that. I don't know exactly what, but I'm just getting really bad vibes from it. (laughs) And I'm also kind of sad because I just finally started posting more on my account. Like I made it a goal to be more active on my TikTok this year and I started gaining some followers and I was putting a lot of time and effort into my content and I also just batched a bunch of videos too that I was planning on posting. So I feel like my hard work is just going down the drain. I don't want to be negative or pessimistic because something good might come out of this situation. But yeah, not too happy about that if we're being honest. But I did hear that if TikTok does get taken down, everybody is planning to move over to the app called Clapper. It's basically the same thing. I downloaded it and I'm not taking any chances. I already saved all of my TikToks to my camera roll and I made an account on Clapper and I started posting some of them on there just in case. I only have probably like 20 videos on my TikTok so it didn't take me that long to do because I was just inactive on my account for like a year and I didn't post anything and I recently just started making content. But yeah, I would suggest that you guys save your TikToks to your camera roll just in case. I use the website called SnapTik and it saves your videos without the watermark. So definitely do that, especially if you're a content creator and you don't want to lose all of your videos that you worked really hard on. Um, And also download the app Clapper just in case. It does seem a little bit glitchy, like it's not as advanced as TikTok for sure, but I'm sure that they will update it if more people start using it. But yeah, my TikTok is at Johanna Coopy and my username on Clapper is also at Johanna Coopy in case this ban does actually happen. I honestly don't know what to believe because rumors have spread about TikTok being deleted so many times. (laughs) Like 
It's like the boy that cried wolf. You just never know if it's actually true or not, but we will see. So yeah, if you'd like to follow me on either of those apps, you are more than welcome to. I always have my socials linked in the show notes down below. Like I said, I hope TikTok doesn't get deleted, but I'm just not taking any chances. I'd rather be safe than sorry, but I'm still going to make content regardless. I'm sure someone will invent another app or everyone will just switch over to Clapper if it does get banned. Okay, I need to stop rambling on about this and just get on with today's episode. (laughs) So we're going to move on to the weekly affirmation. If you're new to the podcast, every week before I get into the topic, I share an affirmation to start your day or your week off great on a positive note. So today's affirmation is, the more I focus my mind upon the good, the more good comes into my life. And that's just amazing. We are optimistic over here. We focus on the positive, the good, the greatness in life and how we can improve and become the best versions of ourselves and how we can lift other people up and spread positivity. Any negativity has to go. When you're always focused on the negative things in life, you become pessimistic and we just, we don't do that over here. Positive vibes only and we only attract the best. So yeah, that is the weekly affirmation. That's your reminder to stay positive and optimistic because you can and you will achieve anything if you do. I've been attracting so many good things into my life recently, this year especially, and I really believe that the reason why is because I'm an optimistic person and I always try to just like focus on the good rather than the bad because what's the point? You know, like why do we need to focus on the bad? It's not productive and it gets you nowhere. So yeah, let's make today a great day. But now we're going to do the weekly favorite. If you're new to the podcast and you don't know what I'm talking about, every week in the beginning of every episode, I share something that I'm currently loving. It could be a food, product, activity, literally anything. So I have been obsessed with Brenny Lee on YouTube. If you guys don't watch her, you absolutely need to. You're missing out. She gives motivational and advice talks on her page, and I watch her every single morning while I'm eating breakfast. And every time I watch her, I just feel so good about myself, and I feel like I can do anything. And if you like my podcast, then you will definitely like her YouTube as well. But yeah, we don't gatekeep over here. It's girls supporting girls. I love putting you guys on to my favorite books, my favorite podcasts, YouTube channels, all the things. And she's just amazing. I also follow her on Instagram and her style and her taste in fashion is so good. Like I'm so obsessed with her. (laughs) Her outfits are always just like so classy and elegant and she just looks so expensive and put together all the time. Like she really is that girl and I look up to her so much. So you guys definitely need to check out her social media as well. She's incredible, but that is all I have for the weekly favorite. Also, I forgot to mention that this is my 20th episode. I feel like I've made so many more than that. I don't know. It feels like I've made like 50 episodes with how much time and effort that I've put into my work. And I've been running this podcast for seven months. So it just feels like I've made a lot more than what I have. But (laughs) I guess it makes sense since I'm only putting out one episode a week currently. But I just wanted to share this milestone with you guys. I cannot wait to make more and just talk about so many different things with you guys. Before I know it, I will be hitting 50 and then 100. So yeah, I just wanted to share this 
quick little milestone and give a huge thank you to all of you that tune in every single week and listen to me. It means so much to me. And I hope that you consider following the podcast if you haven't already and enjoy my future content as well. But I'm finally going to stop rambling and we're going to get into our topic for today. So today, as you can see by the title, I'm going to be talking about why we need to stop encouraging and romanticizing toxic behavior, why you need to heal instead of entering a toxic villain mindset after being hurt, and why you keep attracting toxic people into your life. I'm sure you've all heard the saying that hurt people hurt other people, but if you haven't, The phrase basically means that people that are causing harm to others, they often do that because they're acting out of their own anger and their own sadness and trauma and suffering. And while that's the reasoning for their behavior, it's not an excuse. And I feel like on social media now, it's literally romanticized and praised to be toxic and to be an F-boy. I don't want to swear on here because I don't want to get demonetized, but you guys get the term I'm trying to say. And... I feel like it's also praised to be a man-eater and to hate all men. I'm sure you've heard the phrase, kill all men, circulating around social media. And we need to talk about it. Like, I saw a girl on a podcast. It was a clip on my For You page. And I think it was on the Whatever podcast, but it went viral. So you guys might have actually seen it on your feed as well. But this girl, she was a guest. And she said that she was seeing this guy. And the whole time that she was seeing him... She was just using him as a psychology experiment and that she didn't actually like him and she just wanted to see if she could break his heart. And she said that it was fun for her and she hoped that she did some damage. And when I saw that, my jaw literally just dropped. Like I had no words and I genuinely feel like the reason why our generation has such a hard time forming real connections and getting into real relationships is because a lot of us are not healed from our past traumas or our past experiences. And we take that out onto other innocent people. And it's like this domino effect because hurt people hurt other people. So for example, if someone damages me, instead of me doing the right thing and healing myself and focusing on myself and going to therapy, I'm just gonna go run around and damage a bunch of other men ruin their idea of love, ruin their self-esteem, just so that they can feel the pain that I felt. And then they're going to repeat that. And it's just never ending. And it's so incredibly unhealthy. And it's just this pattern that I've noticed. And you're turning yourself into the villain or the exact person that hurt you. And when I watched that podcast clip, all that I could think was just that this girl had obviously been through something or somebody had hurt her in her past. It could have been a parent, you know, maybe she has like mommy or daddy issues or she might have been in a past relationship where her ex might have done something to her. Like you don't just become a manipulative person like that you're not just born like that you have to go through something to become that way that's why villains in movies they always have their villain origin story like something will happen to them and they just want to destroy the entire world (laughs) but as I was watching that clip I had some compassion for her because it's like she's obviously a damaged person and she needs she needs help and she needs to heal and work on that but that does not excuse her behavior at all And it's not okay to run around and intentionally mess with people's emotions and their self-esteem and 
manipulate them and lead them on and try to break their heart. Like, girl, please get help. And that's not something to encourage. That shouldn't make you feel good or empowered that you're intentionally hurting other people. And she was bragging about it in the clip that I saw. Like, she had this smug look on her face. And it's like, do you really want to be known as the girl that's toxic and is not emotionally healed or mature and is not capable of being in a serious relationship and giving and receiving love? Like, that's not something to be proud of or encourage. And I'm not calling her out to start drama. That's the last thing that I want on my page. I don't associate with drama, but I'm just using her as an example for my audience of what not to do. Like karma will get to her eventually if she continues to act like that and not heal herself. Like she will be humbled eventually. She might not ever be capable of being in a real serious relationship if she doesn't work on her internal issues. I've also seen on my For You page girls wearing this viral shirt that says, I heart to make men cry. And it's like, well, you may as well just put on the shirt, I'm a damaged person. If we're being real, like, am I wrong? It's not a flex. It's not cool to brag about something like that. And I see so many comments of girls just gassing that shirt up and asking where they can buy it. And I'm just like, oh my God, like, is this what we've come to? Like, I get that it's probably a joke, but it's not cute. Like, it's not a flex to be a man-hater and just spew all of this negativity and hate. And this is not just girls that are doing this. Men are doing this too. This is why I think that our generation really needs to get it together or we're going to be screwed. Like, I've also seen men on my For You page bragging about having multiple women, bragging about being manipulative and toxic, bragging about cheating and gaslighting and love bombing and the people in the comments they just blow my mind like the amount of people that encourage that is insanity and I feel like there's this war between men and women now like they just don't like each other anymore there are men out there that genuinely dislike women and there are women out there that genuinely dislike men and I see it all the time on social media People just going back and forth arguing about why men suck and why women suck and why men deserve nothing and why women deserve nothing. And it needs to stop. And whenever I see men on my For You page bragging about how many girls they talk to and lead on, I just think the same thing that I said about that other girl. Like they're obviously damaged and they like having multiple women to boost their ego, to make themselves feel better about whatever internal issues they're dealing with or to fill some kind of void from someone else leaving them or hurting them. And it's really sad when you think about it. I saw this quote on Pinterest, I think, and it said, the people who reject and push away love really need it the most. And that's so true when you think about it. Like people avoid giving and receiving love because they're scared of it. People hurt other people first so that they can't be hurt. They're afraid of rejection and they're afraid of vulnerability. And this is all self-sabotaging behavior. And a lot of people don't realize that. They're acting out of a place of hurt. And that needs to be worked on if you notice that you tend to do these things yourself. Like I used to do these things as well. I have enough maturity and, you know, self-accountability to admit that. And I'm telling you guys this so that you can learn from my mistakes. But I'll give you guys a quick little backstory. So two years ago, I was talking to this guy for like five months, which is red flag number one. I should have picked up on that, but I was naive at the time. I was not, you know, the woman that I am today. But to sum it all up, he ended up getting with one of my best friends after I had told her that we were talking. 
I hope they're not listening to this. If they are, then hi. Um, <laughs> I forgive you guys and I've moved on. But anyways, I felt really betrayed and my trust issues became really bad. Like I genuinely disliked everybody after that. I didn't want to form new friendships. I didn't want to get into relationships. I didn't let anybody close to me. And I just shut the entire world out because I didn't want to be vulnerable and get hurt again. I didn't even want to bother forming any type of relationship or friendship after that. And I developed this kind of avoidant attachment style and I became hyper independent and I had men pursuing me, but I was pushing them all away and I, I didn't want them to get close to me. And I had to reflect on that and check myself basically and say, what you're doing is not healthy. It's not helping you. And you're going to be alone in 20 years if you continue to push everyone away and not heal yourself and not learn how to accept and give love and move on from this situation. And if you can relate to what I'm saying, if you've been through something similar to me, the advice that I have to give to you is that not everybody is out to get you. Not everybody has bad intentions. Don't let one bad person or one bad experience ruin your entire perception of love and don't stop being a loving person. The worst thing that you could do is become cold hearted and vengeful. That's letting the other person win. If you remain a kind and a loving person that is still open to giving your heart to other people, then that last person that hurt you just took the biggest L of all time. They lost someone that genuinely cared about them and wanted a real connection with them. And that's going to be hard to replace if they're trying to fill that void with multiple men and women that don't actually care about them. This actually reminds me of that Kanye quote, like, one good girl is worth a thousand women. Don't want to swear in here, but you guys get it. You've heard it before, I'm sure. But yeah, there are millions of other people out there. Don't let one person make you feel like you can't ever love again or you can't ever be loved. Like, when that situation happened to me, my thought process immediately resorted to, well, what's wrong with me? Why was I not good enough? Why was I second choice? Why was I not pretty enough? Or whatever. And my self-esteem was really low at the time. And that probably wasn't the case at all. Like, if you've been cheated on, or if someone left you for someone else, or whatever the situation is, chances are it had nothing to do with you. Not always, but most of the time, that person probably just has their own issues that they're not working on and they're hurting other people in the process of that. They probably have a fragile ego and being with multiple people makes them feel better. Or they might be scared of commitment, so they got scared and they left. Or they dogged you because they like humbling women. There are men out there that like to humble pretty women and hurt them and it's really disturbing but anyways that's a whole different topic I'm not even going to get into that um or they're liking other girls pictures on social media to make themselves feel better about what's going on internally like it's not your fault that someone isn't capable of loving you in fact you're dodging a bullet because you should never beg someone to love you or commit to you or treat you correctly I want to make an entire episode about this topic soon, so that's all I'm really going to say about that. But if someone has hurt you, the last thing that you should be doing is repeating that cycle and becoming the exact type of person that damaged you. It might feel good temporarily to have that superiority complex and to hurt other people before they can hurt you and leave people before they can leave you. And 
it might feel good to be untouchable like that, but that's going to catch up to you if you act like that. You're going to continue to attract toxic people like that. That's why I titled this, Why You Keep Attracting Toxic People. You attract what you are in any aspect of your life. If you're emotionally unavailable, you're going to attract people who are also emotionally unavailable. If you're toxic, you're also going to attract toxic people. If you don't respect yourself, you're going to attract people that don't respect you. If you're emotionally immature, you're also going to attract people like that. This isn't always the case, but most of the time. Law of attraction is a real thing, guys. I have done a lot of healing over the past two years. Like, I would consider myself a completely different person now. Like, who is she? I don't know her or associate with her. (laughs) But before I was healed, I was attracting not the greatest people in the entire world into my life. And I really believe that the reason why was because I was not the greatest version of myself and I was not healed myself. I also had things that I need to heal from, things that I needed to work on and behaviors that I needed to change. And now that I've done the work and the healing, I'm attracting much better people into my life than I was before. And I feel like it's just going to get better and better from here because I'm just forever evolving and growing and learning. I'm single now because I'm waiting until I'm established to start dating and I'm waiting for the right person and I want to make sure that I'm absolutely 100% capable of being in a serious, healthy relationship. But I just feel great now. It feels so much better than shutting the entire world out and participating in toxic behavior and having a negative perception of love and men in general. Like that doesn't feel good to be alone all the time and to not let anybody in, not form any connections. And as much as some people don't like to admit it, I was this way as well. I was putting up a front that like, I want to be independent. Like I don't need anybody. I don't need to love anybody. Like, you know, I feel like a lot of people put up that front, but As much as we don't like to admit it, we need other people. We as humans, we have a primal instinct to love and to be loved. It's literally in our nature. Like, look it up if you don't believe me. Humans mate. (laughs) It's simple as that. And it's not normal to shut everybody out and be afraid of vulnerability and be afraid of commitment and be afraid of love. That's not normal. That's, That's stemming from something in your past that needs to be worked on. And if you notice those tendencies within yourself, I really suggest getting some help and doing the work to heal and change your thoughts and beliefs. It might feel like a safety blanket now to be toxic because you feel like you're protecting yourself and hurting other people before they can hurt you, but that cannot feel good deep down. That cannot feel better than being in a healthy relationship where you are genuinely loved and remaining a kind person and spreading positivity. Like, I don't understand how some people don't feel the least bit guilty for leading people on, playing with their emotions, and just using them. Like, you don't feel the tiniest ounce of remorse for hurting other people? Like, we just need to collectively do better. If you've been hurt, allow yourself all the time in the world to heal. Allow yourself time to feel those negative emotions and cry it out and do the inner reflection and the inner work and get that closure. But don't just immediately run to other people and hurt other people to make yourself feel better. If you feel like crap, that's where you mess up. Bleeding on someone else that didn't cut you, 
hurting someone that didn't hurt you. That's not okay. And you're going to continue to feel horrible about yourself if you don't actually take the time to heal. Like filling that void in your heart with other people that you don't actually care about, you don't intend to have anything serious with is not helping your case in the long run. Because at the end of the day, you're still going to look in the mirror and feel empty and bad if you continue to treat people that way and if you continue to not get help and not work on yourself. And if you notice that someone in your life is doing these things, don't be afraid to speak up and check them respectfully. I'm not saying to start an argument or something, but if someone you know is bragging about leading people on and hurting other people and being toxic and cheating, just say like, hey, I don't think what you're doing is right or healthy. And I think you should do some inner work instead of hurting other people that have caused no harm to you and suggest that they go to therapy or read some books about this topic or listen to podcasts. You could send them this episode. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I feel like some people, they know exactly what they're doing and they know the harm that they're causing for sure. But I really feel like some people just don't self-reflect and they don't know how destructive their behavior really is. Like not everyone is emotionally mature enough, if that makes sense, and can analyze their own psychology and the reasoning for why they're doing what they're doing and just how destructive it is to themselves and other people. So don't be afraid to speak up. And I'm not saying to like be mean and call them out. I'm just saying like maybe say, hey, like I, it seems like you're really hurt from something in the past. Maybe something happened and have like a real serious talk with them and just be like, I, I really think you should, you know, get some help. I don't think what you're doing is healthy and it's not helping you and you're hurting other people in the process. And I don't think that's OK. Um, so, yeah, don't be afraid to speak up and call out other people for their bad behavior because we all need to collectively do better. But yeah, it's really all just coming from a place of hurt. And this actually made me think of something. It's kind of random, but I remember as a child, my parents always told me that if someone were to like bully me or someone else in school, it's probably because they're being bullied by someone else at home like a parent or an older sibling. And this just goes to show that people repeat behaviors if they don't heal themselves. Just like where if someone in your love life were to hurt you, you have the urge to go and take out your problems on other people and hurt other people. So have that self-accountability. If you notice that you have these toxic tendencies, ask yourself, why am I doing this? Is it to protect myself? Is it because I've been cheated on in the past? Is it because I've been played before? What happened in my past to make me this way? Where is this stemming from? And then if you can figure out where the issue is and where it went wrong, that's when you work on it with a therapist or a coach or you read books about healing. And if you don't do any of those things, you're most likely going to end up in a relationship that is not healthy or you're not going to get into any relationship at all because you self-sabotage. So it's really important to recognize your own toxic habits and work on them. So I have a book recommendation for you guys. It's called Don't Text Your Ex Happy Birthday by Nick Vile. He was actually on The Bachelor a few years ago and I watched his season. But this book is all about situationships 
dating, self-sabotaging, and it's perfect for people that have had a hard time when it comes to dating and relationships. He talks about getting cheated on, ghosted, and negative dating experiences in general, and I think it's really great. He makes a lot of good points, and I think it's really good for healing and just navigating relationships. You learn how to control what you're able to, and feel happy about life in the long term and avoid repeating those behaviors of other people. So I thought that this book went perfectly with today's topic. If you're interested in getting it for yourself, I do have it linked in my Amazon storefront, which is in the show notes like always down below under the favorite books tab. But yeah, it's definitely a must read and I think you guys should get it. I love that book. But anyways, I just think that this whole normalization of being toxic that I've been seeing praised on social media recently is just not okay. And there are so many young, impressionable people seeing posts like that and doing those things because they think it'll make them look cool. And it's just really bad in my opinion. And if I can use my platform to speak up, then I'm going to. And I feel like because of... The, the narrative on social media and because a lot of people are choosing to not go to therapy and heal themselves, a lot of relationships are starting to go downhill and the pattern just continues to repeat. And I just think that romanticizing toxic behavior is weird if I'm being completely honest and I see it all the time. And it's not a flex. It's It doesn't make you look cool. It's not cute. It's not something to brag about to the entire internet. It just shows that you are emotionally damaged and you're immature. And anyone who does want a serious relationship is not going to take you seriously if you're just bragging about your roster and how many people you've cheated on on the internet. And You may not realize this now, but in 10 years when you're still struggling to find a good person that wants to settle down with you, that's probably one of the reasons why. So I'm saying this to you guys out of love. I understand your pain if you've been hurt in the past because like I said, I've been there myself. I've been in that exact same situation, but I'm telling you right now that repeating those behaviors and becoming the exact person that hurt you is not doing you any good. It's not doing you any favors. And healing is hard. It's painful. It's not fun. And I understand why people don't want to do it and they avoid doing it. But if you run away from your problems, they are going to catch up to you eventually in one way or another. So please do the work. Like I said, take all the time you need to be alone to be in your own thoughts, feel your feelings, cry it out, go to therapy, read books, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, get a coach, do whatever you need to do to get your head straight and yourself sorted out. There's no shame in that whatsoever. It's not a flex to be toxic, but it is a flex to remain a kind, loving person that you've always been. That just radiates positivity. You let the other person win when you let them damage you and repeat their habits and become the villain. So continue to be open to giving and receiving love even after you've been hurt. I know it's hard to believe, especially if you've been betrayed in the past, but there are people out there that genuinely want to love you and they want the best for you. And it would be a shame if you weren't healed and capable of receiving that kind of love. So do it for you. 
But yeah, that is all I have to say for today's episode. I think that I covered everything I wanted to talk about. But if you guys liked today's episode, I would appreciate it so, so much if you guys followed the podcast, left a rating, and turned on the notification bell so that you guys know when I post next. I would also appreciate it if you guys shared this episode with a friend or a loved one, someone who you think might need to hear this advice themselves. And also, like I said earlier, if you want to purchase that book for yourself, Don't Text Your Ex Happy Birthday, I will have it linked below in the show notes under my Amazon storefront. And if you guys would like to follow me on my other socials, like my Instagram and my TikTok, I will have them linked as well. Like always, I always have them underneath. But Yeah, feel free to DM me about any questions you guys have about the podcast or any episode requests. I love hearing from you guys all the time. Um, I might, I was thinking about doing a poll actually for next week's episode. If you guys want to vote down below, it should be right underneath this episode. But yeah, thank you so, so much for listening. I cannot believe we're at 20 episodes already. And I hope that you guys continue to enjoy my future content as well, but I will see you guys next week. Bye.